Good morning, everyone. Thank you. Okay. Today is uh, Divine Mercy Sunday. And today the church and God has some very basic things for us. They're not complex, but they're super powerful. And today's mystery of divine mercy gets to the very heart of what our faith is about. It gets to the heart of what it means to be a human being. And I'm so excited today to be with you on this feast day and to share with you the good news of our faith. Back in the day when I was a a focused missionary, a long time ago now, I was fresh out of college and I was learning my faith and all of us were learning more and more about what the church taught and what it meant to be a Christian and, and there were a small group of us focused missionaries. And I remember at night at, and during the, our summer trainings, we used to sit up and just talk about what we were learning and we would talk about the faith. And there was one missionary who was super smart. Uh, he just knew the faith frontwards and backwards. And people would talk and he would always correct, he'd say, well, that was a heresy. And if you don't know, a heresy just means a false teaching. And this missionary would say, well, that, that's a heresy, that's modalism. And you'd be like, well, I have no idea what modalism is, but okay, <laughs> apparently that's a heresy. And he would say, oh, no, 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 that's Gnosticism. And like, okay, I don't know what Gnosticism is, but that's a heresy. And well, that's Jansenistic. And there became a joke in, in our early days of focus that this missionary just had this giant book in his room that was the big book of heresies. And he would go home every night and just look up all the different heresies. And all of us were kind of scared about being someone who taught heresies, who taught false teachings. And you were kind of nervous about that. Priests get nervous about that, that we're going to be up there and we're going to say something that's not quite right. Father Mike has never done that, ever. Okay. But today what I want to start with, brothers and sisters, is that I want to start with a confession. And I want to confess to you that I am a practical Pelagian, which is not a good thing. Pelagianism is a heresy. It's a false teaching. And what Pelagianism does, that heresy strikes against the core of our faith. It's one of the deepest heresies in church history. It's one that I think is inside so many of us. And I want to confess to you this morning that it's inside me. And today's, today's beautiful, powerful, amazing feast of the divine mercy of God, that feast today cleanses us of this heresy. Pelagianism says that essentially you're on your own. Pelagianism says that you want to go to heaven? Put in more effort. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and make your way and live a good life and then you will deserve to go to heaven. And what that does to me, and it happens so often in my life, is that 
because there's a fear in my heart about that, there's a tendency in my life to think, well, I don't measure up. Right? The standard that God has set is a high standard. And it's, it's so easy for me to fall into the trap. And I think, well, you know what, Brian? You just don't measure up. And I have today, I have really, really good news for you. Really good news. It's simple news, but it's amazing news. And the good news today, brothers and sisters, is that God is merciful. That his mercy is real. That his love and his grace are real. They're not just nice stories that we tell to other people to make them feel good. Our psalm today, super powerfully, Psalm 118. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Now I know you know that. I know you're at home today and you say, Father Brian, we know that. I'm used to the idea that God is merciful. But here's what I know. I know that you don't really believe it. It's so easy to look at Jesus and when we talk about other people to say, don't fear, God is merciful. He loves you. But I know in your own life you think, but does he really love me? Is he really merciful? Can he really, if God really can see, right, my failings, my shortcomings, my sins, right, the evil that lies inside of me, could God really love me then? And we doubt it. And we think the good news of the gospel is for someone else. Brothers and sisters, today I have the great joy of reminding you that God's mercy is real. It is for you It is there for you in your darkest moment. God loves you not because you are good, but because he is good. And that never changes. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. I tell people all the time, I wish I was more like God. One of the the issues in my life is I'm, I'm a melancholic And when people upset me, I can bend and bend and bend and bend. And I'll forgive them. And I'll forgive. But I hit a certain point, and I'm kind of done. And sometimes I worry that God's like that. That he's like me, and he's going to say, Brian, you've confessed that sin. You've confessed it over and over and over, and you keep coming back. And at a certain point, God's going to say, aren't we past this yet? Brian, haven't we gotten over this sin? Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy endures forever. It does not grow weary. It does not grow tiresome for God to be merciful. God is not like us. It does not run dry. There is no fear that we should have that at a certain point God's going to run out of mercy. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Brothers and sisters, the good news of Christianity is not that you got your act together. 
And so God decided that he could love you. And the heresy in my life is that I oftentimes live that way. And I fear that I say, I say, God, you know, I, I don't have my life together yet. I still have judgment and pride and arrogance and lust. And I have these sins in my heart. And there's a fear that God won't love me because of those. The gospel is good news. And the good news is that God loves us first. I tell people here at my church that coming to church means admitting that you need God. It means admitting that you're broken. It means admitting that you don't have your act together. If you have your act together and you're all, all you know, put together and perfect, you don't need to go to church. You can go to your local park and run on Sunday mornings. Or right now, right, we're all quarantined. Probably right now, all the perfect people are doing yoga with their perfect bodies, their washboard abs, their perfect finances, and their perfect homes. But that's not me. I'm not perfect. But God's mercy is for me, and I know that. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. And I want to challenge you on this this morning. We as Catholics, we sometimes get this wrong. We put it backwards, right? There's some Christians out there who they think, they get it wrong too, and they think, you know what? It's, they, they never get to God's law. They'll talk all day long about His mercy, and they never talk about keeping God's commandments. And that's, that's backwards. It's not, not good. You have to get there. But as Catholics, our temptation is to put the law first. It's to say, you know, Brian, if you get over that jealousy in your heart, if you get over that selfishness, then God might love you. That's not how the gospel works. The good news of the gospel is that God first loves us. Romans 5.8, Paul says, Christ shows his love for us and that while we were still his enemies, Christ died for us. God's love comes first. And I know you don't believe it. You at home today, Father Brian, that's a nice, that's a nice story. But not for me. Right? I'm someone who's greedy Right? I'm someone who is jealous. I'm someone who is vain. I am someone who is filled with lust. I am someone who is filled with hatred. And so God's mercy can't really be for me. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. The gospel, that word gospel, right, means good news. What we oftentimes reduce it to is good advice. And we think to ourselves, what Christianity is, is belief in a number of, of dogmatic teachings. So God's a trinity and Jesus is God and man. And there's that on the one side. And on the other side, you have moral life. 
And that to be a Christian means I believe these eight things and I live a moral life. Now, Christianity has both of those things, but that's not Christianity. When Jesus calls St. Matthew, or when he calls Peter, or James, and John, when he calls those people to follow him, when he says, Mary Magdalene, come with me. Right? He doesn't say, I need you to fill out this questionnaire. Here's 18 things. If you believe them, check the box. And by the way, that whole problem you have with men, when you have that all together, come talk to me. The love of God is ferocious. He doesn't call us first to that. He calls us to know we are loved, and that love leads us to repentance. That's the gospel. That's the good news. And I want to leave you with hope today. St. Faustina, when Jesus appeared to her, he wanted Faustina to proclaim the message of divine mercy to the whole world. Brothers and sisters, whatever your sin is, whatever your imperfection, it is not bigger than the cross of Jesus Christ. However dark your heart may be, however hard it may be for you to know that you are loved, that is a lie. And if you feel that lie, you should look at a crucifix and you should tell yourself the truth. That your sin is not as big as the love of God. For us as priests, it's hard to believe this, but what gives me comfort, right, when I think back and I think of God's mercy not being enough, that it's not for me, it's so good to think of the ways that God has loved all the different saints and sinners in history. Right, St. Peter denied Christ three times. St. Augustine, who's my favorite saint, did things that probably would be difficult for us to talk about in church. David was an adulterer and a murderer. And he is called in the Bible a man after God's own heart. Moses committed the sin of murder. The list goes on and on and on. Every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. Jesus, today, Lord, I pray for everyone out there, but I pray especially for those who don't believe your mercy is for them. Jesus, I pray that you would destroy that lie, that you would cast it out, that all of us would know that your blood wipes away all the sins of the world. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever.